Welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is One One Kiss Kiss Means means Forever. Forever. This is the podcast that toes the line between what is merry and bright and what is, oh my god, did that really happen, about your favorite (laughs) made-for-TV romances. You know the kind, the kind that are on Hallmark, Lifetime, Netflix, and it's Christmas, guys, and it's been Christmas for a while, and it will be Christmas for always. Right. I feel like I, I need to put a poll up. Like how many uh, every single day of how many Christmas movies did you watch? Because I am, it's not uncommon for it to be one a day, <laughs> minimally. It's bad. Um, yep. Yesterday was three, and it was a work day. <laughs> Life goals, Hannah. <laughs> Did I watch one while on the clock? Shh, don't tell my boss. Fine. <laughs> what? Your boss doesn't listen to this podcast? <laughs> a shame. I got everything done. That's what's important, right? Um, and I was at home in my pajamas because pandemics. So, you know. Yep. That's that's how that worked. Um, but today... What are we talking about? We are talking about a movie that originally aired on November 4th, 2018, um, and uh, it's a good one, in my opinion. Yes. Uh, I like this one a lot. Uh, it is spoiler called... alert. Yes, yeah, spoiler. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It is called <laughs> Road to Christmas, uh, and this is what Hallmark has to say about it. Los Angeles television producer Maggie Baker unwittingly falls for Danny Wise, the son and former producer of his mother's popular annual Christmas special, Julia Wise Lifestyle. When Maggie's secret plan to reunite Danny and his two brothers with Julia during the live broadcast in Vermont goes awry, Maggie is reminded that above all, it is the love for family and friends that makes the merriest of Christmases. Uh, and it stars Jesse Schramm. That is hard. That's a hard name, Jesse. I like you, but it's hard. Uh, and uh, Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray, where you at? <laughs> Jesse yeah. Schramm, Jesse Schramm. Ooh, that's like a, a vocal yeah. warm-up. That, that is, adding it, that yeah. to my list. It's Jesse Schramm, Jesse. Yeah, it's, it's hard, guys. <laughs> you can't see me on the podcast, but I'm moving my lips around like... Um, red leather, yellow leather. Okay, <laughs> that's over. <laughs> I think she'd appreciate that, like, her name is now a, a tongue twister. <laughs> An articulation exercise. Hmm. That's how I'll begin my podcast warm-ups. Yes. I don't warm up for podcasting. I should, though. Okay, here we go. Maggie Baker, played by Jesse Schramm is the producer of the Julia Wise Christmas special. And this year, it's going to be done live. Okay, we're doing it live. Um, (laughs) Julia and the network are nervous about the change, so Julia asks her eldest son, Danny, played by Chad Michael Murray, um, to help out since he produced the first two Christmas specials. Maggie is not thrilled, as she feels this shows lack of faith in her vision, especially since he's there to bring in pre-taped segments, a.k.a. not live. So, not her idea. Yes. 
Uh, so Maggie's secret plan is to go across the country and collect Julia's other two sons to come to the taping of the special. She knows that the Wises don't generally have Christmas together, and she wants to surprise Julia to improve the special. Danny insists on coming too, though initially he's only aware that they're going to go tape Christmas tradition segments. So, uh, starting at a Christmas tree farm in Colorado, the segment goes well and Danny starts to seize Maggie's skills as a producer. They call a truce, but then Maggie drives him to a ski lodge where Danny's brother Derek works. Maggie realizes she's butted in a bit with the family stuff without knowing the first thing about the backstory, but after a snowman building contest, Derek agrees to come with them to Vermont for the show. But oh no, a snowstorm is coming in and the airport is closed. So they decide to drive all night to Nebraska to beat it and fly out from there. Maggie falls asleep, which means Danny can hijack the road trip this time and brings them to Maggie's parents' house. I don't know how he knows where they live, but it's fine. Uh, Maggie's family goes all out for Christmas, so they are thrilled she's there for their white elephant exchange. This becomes another segment with Danny and Derek also taking part in the festivities. And Danny gets the white elephant, meaning he has to bring it back the following year. Sneaky screenwriter. Let's see what you did there. <laughs> Uh, next, the trio fly off to Rhode Island to ambush David, the third brother. He and his, we're assuming, partner, but it's never stated. Um, yes, it's it's one of the hallmark things where, like, they are they are a same-sex couple, but they can't say it because <laughs> hallmark isn't quite there yet at this time. Um, so uh, David and his partner run a dog rescue uh, a dog rescue together, and Derek normally spends Christmas there with them. After playing with puppies, yay, and doing another segment on animals, Maggie makes her pitch, but David is firm. He is not going to Vermont. So, like, oh well, two out of three brothers ain't bad, right? Because <laughs> two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> The snowstorm has made it to the East Coast, because that's how weather works in this world. Um, it, it, a storm will go all the way from the Midwest to the East and, and keep its momentum. Uh, and flights are grounded, though who would fly from Rhode Island to Vermont? I don't really understand. It's drivable. You drive <laughs> it, guys. Also, you would fly in and out of the same airport. It's Boston. <laughs> um so they decide to take a train. When the train is held due to snow on the tracks, they meet a young pregnant couple who only managed to get one ticket on the train for the both of them. So Derek gives his ticket to them and goes back to his original Christmas plan of hanging with David in Rhode Island. Maybe, I think it's supposed to be like, uh, you know, there's no room at the inn because she's pregnant. And mm -hmm. anyway, <laughs> so... Danny and Maggie finally make it to Vermont, and things are going pretty well. They're friends. They clearly like each other, and the show is looking about ready. So, yay. Danny even gives her a drive of behind-the-scenes segment footage, uh, but then Maggie learns that Danny only signed on for the one year and is not planning on being back for the special next year, which means that he's just another TV guy with an erratic schedule, so not boyfriend material for Maggie, and that makes me real sad. Face. And Maggie, real sad. Mostly for Maggie, though. <laughs> Hold on. Pigeon, stop it. Seriously. 
What the? Like, do it like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is not gonna work. Okay. <laughs> I just kind of want to like just I, I I don't know if I'll cut this, but like, ladies and gentlemen of the audience, of uh, what I just witnessed was Hannah lifting her little cat up over her head, and then he he put his back paws on Hannah's head, so he was like standing. <laughs> He's he's being a he's being a butt. Yeah. But he's so cute. You are being a butt and I love you, but also stop it. Um so right before the show is about to go live, the power goes out cuz Vermont in winter and that's common. Um so they do have generators cuz at least they did think about this. Uh but the power surge knocks out the server with all the segments and Julia's teleprompter. So, oh, a little nervous. Luckily, Julia is actually really good at just winging it, and she starts to cook her Christmas goose. Uh, and Maggie comes up with an idea to use the drive that Danny gave her as the segments. When she goes to get it, Derek and David arrive in a sleigh to surprise their mom. And, you know, Maggie, because she didn't know they were coming. <laughs> Danny is hesitant to use the behind-the-scenes footage, but Maggie convinces him with a kiss. And since... One One kiss kiss means means forever! Now he trusts her completely. (laughs) That was nice. That's easy. (laughs) Uh, She also convinces him to go to the door with his brothers and knock, so Julia will have to welcome her sons on live TV. Isn't that so cute? It's adorable. so exciting. Uh, so the show goes well, everyone is there, everybody's happy, and now the cameras are off and they can eat the food that Julia made. And Danny even agrees to come back for next year's Christmas special. So Maggie and Danny kiss again, and that's just more fuel for the fe- forever Christmas fire. Yay! Yay! They're happy! Um, speaking of uh, earlier, you had said like sneaky screenwriter. Um, the person who wrote this is named Zach Hug, mm-hmm. and I wrote his name down because I love that his last name is Hug. But somehow <laughs> I was like, like um, somehow he was suggested to follow on Instagram, and he just got engaged to his partner. So oh yay! Like, so congratulations, Zach. Yay! Anyway. I like that. All right, so what the fuck moments do you have some? Um, the, I, I do have one um, and then a few things that I just like to touch on because they're adorable. Yeah. Um, and we sort of talked about it already, but my real what, what the fuck moment is about their travel plan, not their plans, their... Their modes of transportation. Because they fly, so, so they, they don't fly from Rhode Island to Vermont because that's stupid. Um, but they do fly from Omaha to Newport, which is bizarre. And I looked it up, and Newport, Rhode Island does in fact have an airport, but I'm not sure that it's really a commercial airport it might just be one of Mm. those like teeny tiny little ones and i was 
very confused about like because again my notes even say they fly to Newport not Boston <laughs> like I'm sorry it, they're just really just not that far away and Boston's a huge airport and you would fly to Boston you just would it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> Well, I also, my, my major what the fuck moment was sort of like, you touched on it in the thing, but it follows the same thing, that I find it suspect that the same storm is chasing them from Colorado all the way to Rhode Island, yes. <laughs> that it would be the same weather pattern or whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't quite think that that's how that works. But... Yeah. Yeah. So there's just like a few things where like, you can't think about it that hard um, because it doesn't doesn't make any sense um it sort of like sense. uh like uh, why does danny know where maggie's family lives like I, I i don't know where maggie's family lives why does danny i don't know <laughs> i have no idea so um uh the other thing that i wanted to talk about um this is not a what the fuck this is a uh, this is maybe my favorite part of this movie. Um, so Danny, David, and Derek, wise, are, first of all, they're the three wise men, which I love. Um, but they refer to themselves, so they're all adopted. And they refer to themselves as things like firstborn, second adopted, second born, third adopted. You, you know, like... They they have their, like, born and adopted place, and that's yeah. how they, like, talk about themselves, and I think it's so cute, and I think it's so cute that they're, uh, first of all, like, so pro this this is a very pro-adoption movie, which I'm yeah all in for. As they should be. And these are three, like, it's, it's a way to make these three men playing these parts who look nothing alike and are not even the same race all of them um be brothers and act like brothers mm -hmm. like like they they seem like family and it's not weird and it's not like like danny's the eldest so he like t totally takes care of the other two and like they, there's a scene where derek says like oh yeah danny sends me like care packages because he thinks i can't like fend for myself which is like I, I I don't do that but like there have been times when I've like I will pay for things especially when my brother was working in finance and I'd be like this is dumb for me to pay for this he makes more money than <laughs> I do but I as the eldest I feel like I need to take care of him <laughs> yeah like I totally I really I was like oh yeah this is like totally how a a big brother who like also like clearly has a thing about family because th that's mm -hmm. the other thing about this movie is they they have like a weird christmas issue but other than that they seem like they're really close as a family yeah like it's really just christmas that's their issue did you have anything else you wanted to talk about in terms um, of i yes i do um the only the only big thing is well, as much as I love this movie, 
there like you have to have a low moment a, a moment where you're not sure if they're going to get together or like that they fight about or whatever mm-hmm. and for me this low moment is real stretch um i like i i felt like it was just sort of made up just to have that you know plot point because like the fact that she's upset that the fact that she's she's surprised that he's not coming back when he she like he wasn't really going to be there in the first place that it would be like she knew this was a one off and why why is she that upset she like she's she acts like she's betrayed somehow mm-hmm. where there's been no conversation or understanding that he would stay working with her and also why does that mean that you can't be in a relationship mhm yeah yeah so for me it seemed really contrived for a story that I find really endearing. So that's my only, like, flaw about this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, I hear you. Also, there's one more thing, sorry. Um, during the white elephant scene, um, one of the behind-the-scenes uh, footage is, like, he's, he's filming the behind-the-scenes the, behind white elephant at her, her family, and he picks up a conversation um, between... Derek and Maggie's mom mm-hmm. but like he's real far away but you can very clearly hear what they're talking about <laughs> and I was like there's no way that that microphone picked up <laughs> that conversation that far away while there's other people in the room between them <laughs> right oh yeah very very true anyway but. so that's it that's it for me so Hallmark Hallmarks Hallmark Hallmarks um, I, my first one is initial unwarranted antagonism because, yes. uh, Jesse Schramm is like, ew, this guy before she knows it's Danny and she has to work to work with him. <laughs> totally. Uh, I have holiday-esque names, um, and probably the most clever holiday-esque names being mm. the wise men. Yeah, very true. Uh, I have that the two lovers are forced to work together and that is how they are spend enough time together to like each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they and a friend or in this case a brother points out their um, points out that they must have romantic interest in each other before they realize they do. Mm-hmm. We have a oh we're not married. <laughs> Um, they build a snowman. Uh, there's a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. That was literally my next one, too. Um, she does have a signature necklace. That was my next one. Um, <laughs> so their hands touch, which means they like each other. So true. Um, <laughs> they decorate a Christmas tree. Uh, and we have an interrupted kiss. We do. Oh, one thing I wanted to say about the signature necklace um, is their gold intersecting rings. And so that just makes me think of five gold rings. <laughs> but there's not five of them, so I couldn't really say it. Uh, I'm out. Um, there's a Christmas tree lighting. Oh, yeah. But it's not, like, in a town thing. It's just in her house. But it's, like, yeah. apparently, like, a big deal because, like, they're coming for the Christmas tree lighting. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, weird. Yeah. Yay! That's it. Yay! Pretty parade? Pretty parade. Um, I have weird ones. I really, like, I, I think this movie looks pretty good. 
Um, but in terms of Pretty Parade, I was like, oh my god, there's kittens and puppies, and we can stop talking about everything else now. <laughs> Kitties was my one of mine too. Um, she has this sweater that has like stars on it, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. And off the top of my head, I can't remember what it looks like, but because it's been a while since I watched this movie, but I liked it and I made a note about it. Yeah. Um, and there were these. Um, there was a Christmas party early in the mil- in the movie that had these long stemmed votive candle holders mm-hmm. that I just thought was really really pretty. So yeah, not well, quite right. a chandelier, it's... but close. I feel like this movie is well decorated. Just in general. For sure. Uh, do you have any across the universes? I do. Ooh, I don't. So dive okay. right in, Hannah. All right. So this is this is a fun one. This this is definitely like somebody had a good time. I'm so excited. So there's a movie also that aired on Hallmark in 2018 where the character of Julia Wise is referred to as like a a celebrity lifestyle person and she backs out of making an ad which prompts the plot of jingle around the clock oh so i just i was like wait a second that's i assume it's that julia was like they don't uh, you know she doesn't have to be in the movie but they refer to her and i think that's really fun um and my other one is that jacqueline Robbins, who um, you'll probably recognize, like she's she's in, she's a twin, and she's interesting looking, and she was in like um, the series of unfortunate events on oh, Netflix. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, so she's in this movie, um, and according to IMDb, she plays woman in hat, uh, and she's on the train, and. She also plays Woman in Hat in Jingle Around the Clock. What? I know, right? Wow. <laughs> so I just thought that was like, yes, yes, Hallmark. This is this is the Across the Universe that I want. Yes, this is <laughs> this is what Across the Universe is for. Like exactly. this is a true Across the un- Hallmark Universe. Exactly. And and the cool that that's really cool though, Hannah, because like unlike lifetime most of the time or at least they did last year lifetime had the same uh winter storm in all of their movies i forget which one what it was called but in all of their movies it was the same winter storm but i don't think i've ever seen that kind of through line in hallmark movies yeah i don't know that i have either and and uh, granted this is only two movies but like they totally happen in the same universe and i love that like why don't they do more of that i don't know that would be the coolest thing because maybe they don't do that as much because then they open up the can of worms where they have use the same actors all the time so like what if they refer to a movie where the same actor was a different person (laughs) good job yeah all right so um new and noteworthy new and noteworthy um so I have three minor ones, two of which we've sort of already talked about. Um, one, I love that this movie is super pro-adoption. I thought that was a new and noteworthy. And that David it has a, a partner 
and I'm pretty sure it's a partner. <laughs> yes, I, I think I use those literal same words for I also have that new and noteworthy. And I put Bradley has a theater degree and their dog is named Mary. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you need any help wondering if that's true, just there's your evidence right there. <laughs> and they, I think they live together and they own this, they have this business together. So, um, and my last one, you know, this is something that I really picked up on and I was like, yes, um, there is a vegetarian character and sometimes they're weirdly anti-vegetarian in Hallmark movies. And as a vegetarian, I appreciate when the characters, you know, are like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm vegetarian. I don't eat a Christmas goose. Thank you very much. Cool. Yeah. As another vegetarian in the room um i i do feel like there's a lot of shame when a woman or something is it like there's always like you're not a vegetarian are you as if it's something like hoity-toity or yeah like you're a better more grounded human if you eat meat and i just right. i never i hate that <laughs> yeah right as a person who is a vegetarian almost like not against my will because obviously that's not true but like with I've been a vegetarian since birth, so kind of, like, not a hoity-toity thing at all. Yeah. Well, obviously, I don't think it is either, but it's always, like, perceived that way. Yeah. Right. It's okay. I make lamb. <laughs> um, my my new and noteworthy, so I have a couple. Um, mm-hmm. One is they were drinking a sparkling rosé that actually looked like a sparkling rosé. <laughs> Because, you know, sometimes the wine in these are, like, terrible. It's a color that is upsetting, usually. Yes. (laughs) Most of the time. Especially when they try to do rosé. It ends up being, like, fuchsia. But it looked quite delicious. So I thought that was new and noteworthy. Um, I loved the – they don't often do, like, cute little animations, like, when they travel. Like, a la Mm -hmm. uh, Emperor's New Groove. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I thought those were really well-designed and really adorable. Mm -hmm. Um, And – my last one, because we already talked about David and Bradley, is their white elephant. Okay, so having a white elephant in the movie is new and noteworthy in and of itself. But what is noteworthy is there are freaking Apple products in the white elephant gift exchange. Like someone gets an iPad and it's a brand iPad. So like Apple mm-hmm. has their hand in this movie for sure. Yeah. Like, but yeah. isn't the point to kind of give crappy gifts? Or like not crappy but like cheapy gifts well it sort of it makes me think of that office episode where everybody like it was the it 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 wasn't exactly the same kind of white elephant but it was like a secret santa white elephant combo Uh where there was a max and everybody like bought things for specific people and then all of a sudden Michael changed it to be a white elephant kind of thing and then he had bought like a iPod or something mm. and everyone was really uncomfortable and then you know and it was also pre Jim and Pam getting together so Jim had put all this thought into the what the gift that he gave Pam mm. and then she doesn't get it because of this very what sad. great writing now that's 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 really good writing <laughs> love that show I you you know I stopped watching at a certain point because I was like I'm done I'm done now but um me too the first few seasons were really great amazing anyway (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, All right. Supporting shout out. Shout out. So my supporting shout out is uh, Jacqueline Robbins, who she's playing this woman in a hat, uh, who and she's on the train, and she thinks that if it snows on Christmas, you should just stay home and eat what you have. <laughs> and I just, I'm like, I am on board for you, lady. Wise, wise words. Um, I said that I, I liked Julia Wise in this movie. I think she's, mm-hmm. she's as far as like um, TV bosses go, usually they, they paint TV personalities or the boss is sort of like the this bitch character, but she was very much not. Um, yeah. She was a very kind uh, personality. But I also really liked Jesse's, um, I said Jesse, sorry, <laughs> Jesse Shram, um, Maggie's sister, Stacy, because... Uh, she just gave really good advice, and one of the pieces of advice that she gave was, "What would Maggie Baker do?" Yeah, like, and I thought that was really beautiful advice to give to somebody about, like, what would your best self, your true self, ask, yeah. tell yourself to do? And like that, that yeah. was great. Yeah, so. that is great. All right, <clears throat> so we have to do a quick uh, Law and Order OTH. Oh yeah. Because- <laughs> Uh, we have a Chad Michael Murray, uh, and you, I mean, talk about, like, One Tree Hill, Chad Michael Murray, all-star lead, gotta love Luke, Lucas. Uh, so. Awesome. Um, and in case, we, I, I know we've already talked about Chad Michael Murray before on this podcast, but just in case you didn't hear our episode of The Beach House, Chad Michael Murray is almost always um, on the TV when my fiancé comes out of the room, and it, like he'll look at me watching a Hallmark movie and go, hey, it's Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> it's happened more than once, and so now it's just like a thing. It's either, hey, it's Chad Michael Murray, or hey, that person was on One Tree Hill. <laughs> Hence... The segment that Hannah has created. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So, kiss meter. So we have two kisses in this movie. We have the like, um, the one where she basically like convinces him to use the segments that he filmed, and the one at the end. Um, I mean they're both towards the end, but you know that's where we have. So. I actually have the same rating for different reasons for the two. Interesting. Of them. Okay. So I gave them eights. <laughs> uh, the first one I said was cute, uh, that it like in the ambushed way, like she basically like he's like I don't know about this, and then she's like plants one on him, and he's a little bit surprised by it, and I thought that it, like yeah, context wise, it really worked, um, and then. You know, it pans to Julia Wise, who's like, um, excuse me, uh, we're in the middle of filming here. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> but also in a, like, I think I like my my son's new girlfriend, but also, like, not now. Please. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but I, I thought the filming of the actual kiss wasn't as good as it could be. Mm. Um, and the second kiss was just sort of short and sweet and I didn't really have any complaints about it but I don't it but it it doesn't reach 10 level definitely I 100% everything about the first kiss that you said I gave it an eight as well I said the exact same thing that Julia Wise was hilarious 
um, after it. And thank you for explaining what happened because all I wrote was Julia was hilarious, but no, then I couldn't remember why. <laughs> Again, it's been a minute since I watched, I took these notes. Um, but I gave the last kiss uh, a six because okay. it, first it takes place in a chair or they're seated. And you know how I feel That's about true. seated kisses. Um, <laughs> I never expected those words to ever come out of my mouth. <laughs> ever makes art for this podcast please make it <laughs> you know how i feel about seated kisses um anyway um maybe that's the next merch tana um, uh, so they're they're in a chair um but i gave it a six because the the energy behind the kiss was sort of like i i hate it when um okay speak katie the energy behind the kiss was like it they had been together a long time and it I, was sort I of like expected that, that it was mm-hmm. something that they do naturally together, but it was really their first kiss as a couple for real. Yeah. And yeah. and I didn't really like it being that casual. So I understand that sentiment completely. Thank like, you, Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. No, that like like it felt right in the moment, but it does it does read as like like we've been together for a while. Yeah. As opposed to like an hour? <laughs> Here is this thing that we are doing and embarking on together. Like, my first kiss with Billy was great, but my second kiss with Billy was, like, awesome. Because it was like, okay, this is happening. This is really happening. (laughs) And now you can have kisses in chairs. (laughs) (laughs) We have chair kisses all the time. Would you yes, watch this movie? Uh, yes. Like, of course I would watch this movie. I I, I think this movie is freaking adorable. Um, I own this movie. I periodically watch this movie. It's just fantastic. And just, it like, it is, it's mindless fun in everything that a Hallmark movie should be. Absolutely. In my opinion. I agree. Very good time. Really well-constructed story. Uh, It's interesting to watch. Um, It has the Christmas tropes, but I don't really find it to be very um, Mm tropey in a lot of ways. Uh, It's new and it's interesting. um, Besides that low moment um, not being so great for me. Uh, Otherwise, I really love this movie. Um, I also love the sense of play in this movie. There's mm-hmm. just a lot of fun family silliness that you don't really often see, or it feels it feels genuine in this, and mm-hmm. in a way that other Hallmark it doesn't. And there's yes. a moment when um they're building the snowman that like Derek actually gives the snowman a high five when they're done building, <laughs> and I'm like, I think that's one of my favorite parts of the movie. It's like yeah, because I do that kind of stuff with inanimate objects. <laughs> so. um, yeah, watch this. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good it's time, and it cute. makes you feel good. And Todd yeah. Michael Murray is cute, so. Yeah, right. It's it's just very sweet. Yeah. Sweet, sweet, sweet movie. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Glad to have you along for this ride Yay. on our road to Christmas. <laughs> In this road um, to Christmas. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at one kiss means forever. One and four are numerals. And we're tweeting 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday these days uh, yep. with the new premieres on Lifetime and Hallmark. So come join. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, and, and we've made so many new friends. So yeah. hi, friends. Hi, new friends. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's super fun and uh, like takes in the moment without us thinking about them too hard. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and if you want to email us, our email address is onekissmeansforever at gmail.com, and that's all spelled out uh, as it is written on the logo. Uh, and as always, thank you to Flint Pastures for our intro-outro music. You can find his stuff on Spotify and SoundCloud and Apple Music and all that kind of stuff. Thanks, everybody! Thank you! Bye! See you next time! Bye-bye! George Weitzman. Stop it. <laughs> I didn't know that Pigeon's middle name was George. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's named after the, the prince.